0: Welcome to another episode of the j Basketball Podcast. My name is John. I am joined by my co-host, as always, Ronnie. And we got a lot to get to today, Ronnie. How yes. are you doing, though?
1: I'm good. I actually just watched Elf with the kids and the family. We went to the movie theater. That was pretty cool. Christmas?
0: Tra- is it a Christmas tradition? No, not yet. Or is yet. it just a I mean, one-off?
1: I think it's a one-off because I didn't even know that they were going to show this movie at the movie theater because it's an old movie, you know? So I think yeah. we just saw it. We're like, cool. And maybe it will be a tradition if they keep showing it every year.
0: Was the theater full?
1: Mm, it was probably a quarter full oh so then they probably won't be showing you <laughs> yeah good point i was thinking of that's uh that. yeah <laughs> i wonder how, how well it does one. you know compared to other new movies you know i mean I, I feel like every time i go to the movie it's about a quarter full
0: that's true too we we saw wish earlier with my, with the kids oh yeah and it was probably less than half but more than quarter so let's say a okay. third full yeah and that was you know thanksgiving weekend so yeah how'd Maybe you like it the, how was that movie it is definitely a movie the kids enjoyed. Did you wish and you didn't see it? <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> well, let's let's get back to basketball. Okay. There's no new basketball movies out right now, as far as I know. Yep. But uh, let's see what other news we have. Ronnie, hit us with the news.
1: All right, so we're going to start with John So you know he's coming back pretty soon after his 20-game season. He's suspension. coming back. He is in the news, though. There has been a subpoena issued for John Morant to testify in civil lawsuit. Have you heard about this
0: yet? I have not.
1: All right. So, well, remember we talked about this uh, back in December 11th uh, when he pushed that 17-year-old or or punching that 17-year-old or whatever it was, the whole story. So there's a subpoena issued for that. So um, I just kind of wonder how that's going to affect his coming back from suspension and if he's going to have to go to court and maybe... Will get suspended even a bit further because of what's going to happen with the results in the court case. So, I I don't think anything will come of this, but there is a small chance. You know, you never know it's going to be dug up and, you know, if they find a video on it, something like that, and then it gets out to the public. You know how that all blows up and everything. So I'm yeah. I would be a little worried if I was him. So yeah, that's I in the news. <laughs> Uh, Kevin Durant, he passed Moses Malone on number for he's actually number tenth for the all-time points scored in the NBA. So he's at twenty-seven four hundred fifteen. Did you watch that by any chance last night?
0: I did not. You <laughs> sent me the text, and I watched part of the game. Yep, and um, it's pretty cool to watch
1: NBA history right there.
0: Yeah, and then yeah.
1: Durant has played three hundred and twenty. Who won s- that game, by the way?
0: <laughs> <laughs> not the Suns. <laughs> I know. Yeah, that unfortunately. Sticks.
1: But she's a um. I keep um, not Jokic, but uh, Nurkic. He played excellent. He had 31 points that game. That was kind of crazy. He just, yeah, he he owned uh, Jokic. It was kind of crazy that they faced off, and yeah, really, really yeah. good player. I'm really glad he's on our team. Much better than Da, even though we either the <laughs> way lost both times, and he was a the leader on on the team both both games that they lost. So weird how that happens. Anyways, weird.
0: So third, Kevin Durant is Carmelo right behind Carmelo Anthony. It looks like for yep. yeah, Carmelo Anthony is okay. next
1: on the list. Yep. And uh, Durant has played 326 fewer games than Moses Malone, so I thought that was a little interesting tidbit.
0: Oh, that is interesting. Yeah. yeah.
1: Oh, Getting speaking of uh, Kevin Durant and that game last night, it was the second time that Kevin Durant uh, he that he shot 0 and 10 and a half. So I, I just thought Oof. that was kind of weird. That's probably part of the reason why we lost, right? <laughs> yeah, probably <laughs> definitely. All right. Mark Cuban, he's in the news, kind of. Um, there, so he he. Sold the majority of the stake of owning the Mavs, right? But he's still. I don't
0: think he's sold it yet. hes It's been discussed. Yeah. Okay. It's a process. He, to he's sell a selling team. the yeah. majority stake
1: in the team. You're right. And it's reported to be about $3.5 billion. He's still going to have, or he's still going to retain team, team control. And. Also, he has no plans for presidential run.
0: <laughs> There's all this. I don't talk. know if I believe that because he left Shark Tank and he's selling this team to get a bunch of money, and he's talked about wanting to enter politics before. So yeah. I, I don't know if I believe him about not making a presidential run. It might be a little bit too late into the the election cycle to do mm-hmm. that, but it is interesting that uh, that gets brought up immediately. And if he was, this is exactly what he would do. Right. So. Some food for thought. Well,
1: I mean, when you see Donald Trump run and, and then win, I mean it probably makes him wonder, like, huh, you know, I was on TV too, so maybe I could run yeah. and win too. So
0: Yeah. All right. So that's we just decided our next week's top three, top three <laughs> T V show hosts that would make a good president. Heck yeah. I I, I got a few. All right. We, yeah, yeah we could do that.
1: that. <laughs> okay, and then um there was this is just a small little tidbit I I wanna add in. Westbrook had another verbal altercation with a fan. Um, he says, I'm just protecting myself. So I didn't watch this or anything of like that, but I remember when he was in Phoenix last year and he had that verbal altercation, you know, where he just like really got into it with the fan. He, he keeps getting into it with the fans and security cards were involved, you know, they're coming on the court, just kind of Deontay Jordan appeared to engage a little bit too. So it's just kind of weird that this keeps going on with him and fans. So I wonder if one day it's going to happen where he's going to, there's going to be a, some sort of brawl with a fan and they're going to get into it. But, he seems like he's, he's always on the edge of just taking it too far, you know? So,
0: interesting. And I think fans see that and they want to engage with him knowing that they can get mm-hmm. under his skin. Right. And and then it comes, you know, the NBA has these fans so close to the court that they can exchange words like that. Mm-hmm. Is that, I mean, that's part of the the allure of the game and getting those seats is to be able to talk to the players. But yeah. these players, again, if Wessel Ruckbook is allowed to fight one of those guys – no one's going to be talking trash to him because he's going to yep. absolutely destroy him. Yeah. So I still, I still believe players should be allowed to fight one fan a year. Let's make it happen. This yeah. is perfect.
1: I still love that idea of yours. Yep. Just lower that boxing ring down as soon as that bell rings. Just let him go. Like, All right. Here we go. Oh, you've been be chosen. so fun. <laughs> yeah. Just like a hockey match, you know, but oh, so good. Yeah. All right. Next thing I got is LeBron James. He passes Kareem for the most minutes played in NBA history. So uh, Kareem, I guess he held that that uh, record too. I didn't know that. So James is now uh, he has sixty six thousand two hundred eighty nine minutes of game action. So between uh, this is regular season and postseason. It's regular basketball. season and postseason. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, that's kind of that's pretty cool. You know, I, I nice little stat there. Um. So Victor Wembanyama, he left a strong impression on Jokic and their last meeting that they had just recently too. So Jokic was quoted as saying, I think he's 19 years old. He's not getting tired or getting scared. Um, He said he's playing hard and he wants to be good. Like I said, I think he's, he's playing hard and he doesn't take it for granted. He's making mistakes, which is normal. I think the media around him doesn't help, but he's going to get used to it because the guy's 19 years old. He's going to change the game 100%. He's already on the path for all the guys just to enjoy and watch the show and let the guy change the game. I just found this quote interesting because Jokic, you know, he's won MVP a couple of times and now he's already saying this about Wembenyama and he's only 19. So I just think that's kind of cool. Having like the best player in the league just speak about Victor so highly.
0: Yeah, it's, and you know, Jokic changed the game with being a big man that plays out on the perimeter. And Mm -hmm. I think you're seeing the continued evolution of that with Chet and Wembenyama and it's going to continue. It's, It's only going to, Change the game in that sense is now you you have more and more players that are capable of doing that, and right. they're coming into the league you know as highly touted draft picks doing that not not like before where you know Jokic was a second round pick mm-hmm. because his style was so unique.
1: Yeah, exactly right. All right, and then going to negative news, so that's positive, right? So Draymond he was very unapologetic about his suspension recently too. So he was quoted saying, <laughs> "I'm going to play basketball the way I play." He said, the way I play basketball has gotten me here. I'm going to be me no matter what. That's not going to change. He also continues saying, "That's this is kind of a, I, I hope this sounds good. It says, oh, what he did in the past, I paid for those. This is about his suspensions in his past because, yeah, let me backtrack a little okay. bit. So the NBA stated it handed Green a larger suspension based on Green's history of unsportsmanlike acts. Yes.
0: Yeah, he's a repeat offender.
1: Right. So uh, Green was saying, oh, what? What he did in the past, I paid for those," Green said. "I got suspended for Game Five of the Finals, so you can't keep suspending me for those actions. So I just kind of find that interesting because he's like, uh, he does keep getting suspended for like these small things. I'm not saying the chokehold was small; that was kind of a larger thing, but he does keep getting like double text and getting ejected for like these verbal altercations on the against the refs and anything like that. Sometimes I think it's unfair. Sometimes I agree with it, but I feel like. Uh, it's just going to continue to happen, his, and
0: it's going to continue to happen. But if if you touch a hot stove, you learn that it's hot, and you don't keep touching it. Yeah, he knows he's not supposed to do this, and he keeps doing it. It's it's they have to escalate the penalties.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I think he digs his own grave, right? Because he's just right. keeps doing it, and like you said before, there's that stomping incident that he had. You know, he got ejected for just re- last yeah. year. That was like the most recent one last year. And now he choke holds, uh, what's his name? So, (laughs) I don't know. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I don't know. But I just, how soon do you think it'll be before he gets ejected and suspended again? I give it a month.
0: Yeah, maybe, maybe less. It depends on, you know, a lot of different circumstances, but he's, he's a loose cannon.
1: Yeah, absolutely. All right. Now, Jason Tatum, he got ejected recently. Speaking of ejections, did you see this one? I did not. Oh, okay. So, yeah, he, he lost his temper. He ended up getting in, in the refs a little bit. Um, he already had a technical before that, too. And then this is about a foul and everything. He was quoted saying after the game, they were ready. They were ready to throw me out. Um, he said, "I did I cuss? No. Did I? I didn't. I was shocked. They always say, get your money's worth. You're going to get fined. I definitely did not get my money's worth. So he just feels like, you know, if if you are going to get yeah, if you are going to get ejected, you might as well just like go after the ref and say what you want to say because you are going to get fined for the ejection anyways. And he he was just it was like a light ejection. He he thinks in his mind, you know. So
0: I don't know. Just kept... I do think there is some truth to that, where the refs are are mad at you for one reason or another, and they're just looking for anything to to eject you for. Mm-hmm. So he yeah. might have fallen victim to that.
1: Yep, absolutely. So, yeah, disappointing that he got ejected and the crowd doesn't get to see this, this really exciting game. All right, next, um, I want to go over my, my week leaders. What are these called? The players of the week.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: All right, so because I skipped over week three. So week three, it was Anthony Edwards and Joel Embiid. So Anthony Edwards averaged 31.3 points, 6.3 rebounds per games, and 6.8 assists per games. He, got, he was 4-0. And then Joel Embiid was 36.3 points per game, 12.5 rebounds per game, and 5 assists. So he was also 4-0. So they got that. And then week four, we got De'Aaron Fox. He was 32.3 points, 6.3 assists, 2.3 steals, 4-0. And then Jalen Brunson got the east side. So he was 28.5 points per game, uh, 6.5 assists, and 54.3% from three-point range. And they were 3-1 and one that week. Did you see who won week five?
0: I did. Does. I was I really did. proud of
1: this on Our guy Devin yeah, Booker. I knew thirty points.
0: As soon as you said you're going to do that, I'm like, oh, it's just because Booker." Yeah. <laughs> Booker. <won't laughs> I know that's why I had to get so caught up on the other care. weeks. Yep.
1: So Devin Booker uh, was thirty point three points per game, five point three rebounds per game, and seven point eight assists. And I don't have the records, unfortunately, on this one. But and then Paulo Caro won for the East side. He only had twenty three point five points per game, which shows how crappy the east is i guess (laughs) but i mean they did they're on like a nine game winning streak so i guess that's why it's deserved Uh, he also had 5.5 rebounds per game and five assists per game so congratulations palo and that's all i got for the news
0: any injuries or anything noteworthy on that front
1: yeah i do have some injury news so zach levine he's going to be sidelined for one week due to a right foot soreness um, you know, he, there's also been some trade talks about him. I don't know if you've seen those alerts. I've been I've getting heard those. I've heard some of
0: those trade talks. Yeah, yeah. And, and DeRozan. He's definitely a candidate for that. Yeah, DeRozan yep, is also guys. as well, too. So
1: I just they're both out, and they're both talking about being traded. So kind of interesting. I don't know how true those injuries are because of these trade talks, you know? Makes me think that they just want to stay healthy until they get traded. That's my thought.
0: Right and Maybe a little bit of that, but you also want to make sure that they are healthy enough to get traded as that deadline Mm -hmm. approaches. A minor injury doesn't become major because you pushed him to play. Exactly, right.
1: Larry Nance Jr. will be out. He re-aggregated a rib injury. He fractured it, so he's going to be out four to six weeks. That's for the New Orleans Pelicans. Uh, Kelly Oubre is expected to return next week for the 76ers, so that's awesome news. Um, veteran Bojan Bogdanovic, he plays for the Pistons and I picked him up on fan- my fantasy team because I saw of this. That. Yep.
0: I was thinking about it, yep. but I, I didn't pull the trigger quickly, yeah, I, quickly I, enough.
1: He averaged 21.6 points last year. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to give him a try. So he'll be- and ba-
0: the Pistons need any help they can get. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> right. I mean, he's got to be the leading scorer, right? So right. Uh, that's that should be a good pickup for anyone else that's looking for something out there um also New Orleans Pelicans Trey Murphy that third. I also picked up this guy as well um he will make his season oh he made his season debut Friday so yeah and he, he played pretty decent they limited his minutes but he's back uh Payton Gary Payton too uh, I'm sorry Gary Payton the second he's sidelined indefinitely our favorite word right he
0: so indefinitely yeah yep. he
1: suffered a torn right calf so he should be back in a week because it's indefinitely right <laughs> Yeah, he should no. never
0: play basketball. <laughs> or he'll be back next week. Right, exactly. One of the two.
1: I always hate that word because, yeah, you never know how long it's going to be. I'm going to guess if you right. tore a calf, at least a month, It's right? going to
0: be a bit. It's right. going to be a bit, yeah. Maybe
1: two months. I don't know. I don't know how, how long it takes a calf to heal up. Uh, Cam Thomas is has returned for the Brooklyn Nets. I I had to stop to make sure I didn't say New Jersey Nets. <laughs> Yay, I say Brooklyn. I, I fixed it right. finally. So he's back two and a half
0: years. (laughs) I know
1: he's back. Uh, Lamelo Ball for the Charlotte Hornets. He's out. Um, He has an ankle sprain, so he'll probably be out for mm, two weeks, roughly. That doesn't say here, but usually ankles are like maybe two to three weeks. Yeah. McCollum, so CJ McCollum for the Pelicans. He has returned finally, so he's back for this team after his lung. It wasn't a lung injury, but he had that hole in his lung or a no, he had lung air infection yeah. or something. It, oh, it was okay. air between air. his lung and his chest wall. So, okay, finally got that fixed. So, he's he's back in playing. Um, next one I have is actually, I got one more after this. Uh, Jalen Johnson, he's going to be out for the Hawks for four to six weeks with a wrist issue. That sucks. He's really good. He's their best player on that team, I think. <laughs> I know Trey Young's Do not you really. Yeah, he's good. I was so going to say, he's not the best player he's so on that good. team. All right, and then Wemben Yama has missed his first career game. It's actually turned into two games. Uh, he is out due to right hip tightness. He'll probably be back soon, but it's kind of, you know, we we, yeah, we 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 yeah talked about that. You know, he's kind of this tall, lengthy, skinny guy, and we just need him to stay healthy, and he's missed a couple of games. So let's hope that trend doesn't continue. But that's all I got well, for I think, injury news.
0: I think they'll be smart with him. He mm-hmm. had a huge game, too, right before right before the injury. Yeah. So that game against the Hawks were oh, I guess wasn't that big 21 points, 12 rebounds. I thought it was well, more uh They still lost big, but
1: it was I mean, every game for him is kind of big. I mean, he he yeah. scores a lot yeah. and a lot of rebounds, a lot of a lot of uh stats going on for that guy all the
0: time. Absolutely. All right, Ronnie, let's shift gears and let's talk about our turd of the week. We haven't done this in a while. It kind of slipped off my my radar here, but I I heard this stat the other day and I didn't believe it. I had to look it up. But the, the turn of the week slash month goes to the Detroit Pistons. They did not win a game in the month of November. <laughs>
1: That's your turn,
0: the whole team. That is that is terrible. Yeah. They're on a 16-game losing streak currently. And their record is 2-17. and 17. Man, it's come on, Pistons. Good. Well, that,
1: at least Bogdan is coming, is coming back, so... Uh, yeah. How come you so picked, the question I, How can you pick them but not the Spurs, though? Wouldn't the Spurs be a bigger turd because they have Wimbin the first round pick, and they lost 14 in a row?
0: Yeah, but they won a game in the month of November. <laughs> <laughs> That's all that matters. You lost every single game in the month. The Detroit Lions, right now, are 8-3. They they play again on Sunday against the Saints. They could win their ninth game. The Pistons are on pace to win eight and a half games. This year, who is going to have more wins? The Detroit Lions in their 17 game season or the Detroit Pistons in their 82 game season?
1: God, I hit you sometimes. <laughs> Thanks for bringing up my Lions, though. Well, at least they're yeah, doing
0: good. No, the Lions are doing good. It's normally the opposite, but at this rate, are they going to win 10 games? The Pistons? I, is Monty going to turn the ship around?
1: So, I mean, no, they're not. <laughs> I, I lost all hope in the
0: Pistons. <laughs> yeah.
1: Seriously, if you lost this minute, if you haven't won a game in the whole entire month, you're not going to turn your season around anytime soon unless they do some incredible trade. But I don't see anything on the horizon of anything no, like that No, they're not going to do a
0: trade. I mean, they brought Monty in to kind of help coach these younger guys. But if you've listened to interviews with him, he's frustrated and mm-hmm. floundering. And they're paying him a lot of money. And you know they had to pay him a lot of money to take this job because this is yeah. a bad team. So we'll we'll see what what happens, but yeah, the the Lions are on pace to win more games than the Pistons this year, and that just is that's just sad. And anyone and who's a true
1: Lions fan knows that as soon as the playoffs come up, they're gonna lose. <laughs> so don't get your hopes <laughs> up for either of these teams.
0: Yeah. So that's the turn of the week slash month. The Detroit Pistons. Congratulations. Uh, hopefully, December. You just got to win one game in December, and it's better than November. Yeah. So That's that's the positive on that. I don't know if they'll be able to do it though. <laughs> It's rough. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they are the league, league-leading league 16 games losing streak. And um, the schedule doesn't get any easier, especially when you're the worst team in basketball. Every, every game is a tough game. Yeah, for sure. All right, Ronnie, let's jump to our Did You See That? This is where we see something and we want to talk about it because it was awesome to see, funny to see, sad to see, something to see. Okay. Uh, I'll let you take the lead on this first one. So what do you got, Ronnie? What, what do you want to make sure – our listeners had a chance to see.
1: Yeah, you know, I kind of touched on it a little bit. Um, this is my Jokic versus Nurkic matchup. So they used to be teammates, right? Um, that now they're no longer teammates. They faced up last night. It was a Suns versus the Nuggets, and man, it was there was a part where it was the third quarter where I was just watching Nurkic just own Jokic, and I, I couldn't believe what I was watching. Like there was Jokic cannot stop him, and it, it was amazing. So I. Did you happen to see that at all? I know you said you didn't see like the first part of the game, but what about like that I that s- part?
0: I saw the stats. I looked at the yeah. stats that you, you sent over. Yeah,
1: because it, uh, Nurkic ended up with thirty-one points, and uh, I don't know how many rebounds, but God, he just looks so good. And I know that they lost the game still, but this guy is a really good center. He was bringing the ball up and everything. He was picking up his slack from Booker because Booker only had like eight points that game or something. Or no, Booker didn't even play that game. He was out because he has an injury.
0: Yes, Booker yeah. was out. Yeah, the he, game he had Durant eight, eight started points, the, ten or something.
1: Yeah, Booker had eight points. the uh, last game he did play, but yeah, he was still picking up the slack for him. Um, Durant had the thirty points I mentioned, but uh, yeah, just seriously, Nurkic though he's a machine, and it was just so cool to see he this he was facing up against his MVP. You know what? What is Nurkic like? Maybe ranked like twentieth in his position is going up the best like against that. the uh, best in yeah. the league, and he just was owning him, and I loved seeing it. So. This guy's a a guy to watch, and I think he's going to continue flourishing with this team once they get healthy with all these players. And I love seeing that. So that was my. Did you see that? Because it's just, yeah. Jokic got owned.
0: (laughs) So I I disagree with you on the word owned. No. What? He had a typical Jokic game 21 points, 16 assists. I thought he had Um, 31 points. It was what? Jokic. I'm talking about Jokic. Oh, okay. Yeah. Jokic didn't get owned when he scored, when he had a a pretty solid double-double. I just, I feel like you're... Because normally he gets triple doubles. No, he does Yes, he gets a lot of triple doubles, but he doesn't normally get triple doubles. He averages a triple double. (laughs) Almost. And the bottom line is, he did what he needed to do to get his team to win, and that was more assists than points for him this game. 16 assists is 32 points.
1: Okay. At least. That's crazy. Nurkic did his job. He just, he couldn't avoid all the passes, but he was still preventing the guy (laughs) from scoring, you know? So... (laughs) He stopped him from scoring and he scored more. Yeah. He stopped Jokic him from scoring. Passed around so him, he passed
0: but, the ball and allowed his teammates to score but that's not, in excess of 32 that's points. That's not
1: Nurkic's fault, though. That was the other player's fault on the team for not guarding their player. Nurkic did his job.
0: <laughs> right. Right. I guess what I'm saying is that owning would be he forced multiple, Jokic to make multiple turnovers. That didn't happen. And he allowed the Suns to win, which also didn't happen. Yeah. So. Denver won. Jokic didn't have... He had a very Jokic game. What is he averaging as far as points this year, Jokic? Uh, I think it's like 25, I'm guessing. 28.6. I have it here. So he was below his average in points, but he was almost uh, 7 over his average in assists. So it's... I I get what you're saying. I know you're proud because you just hated DA so much (laughs) and you're projecting. Uh, But I, I, I feel like it's tough to say he owned him, but... Hey, if the Suns would have won, I would have been like, "Yeah, okay." Jokic Jokic couldn't score on him. Jokic
1: couldn't score on him, so he's forced to pass it. And yeah, they were really good passes, and the other team didn't defend. (laughs) (laughs) But still. It's a team game. Yeah. What was yours? I am I don't want to talk about yeah, mine anymore. Done. You, you shut mine down. down so. Yeah, What's I got yours?
0: <laughs> Mine is, did you see that, is Luka Doncic gets the first fine for flopping in the, oh, yeah, the post-game review activity. He was fined $2,000 for flopping. Uh, and then it was just flop central after that. LeBron gets a technical foul after complaining about a no-call. Uh, the no-call in question was an absolute flop. He just was trying to actually against the Pistons. They were up by 20 at this point. The Lakers were. So it wasn't of like, uh, you just got to pick your battles. Yeah. But uh Isaiah Stewart just kind of leaned into LeBron a little bit. LeBron, of course, went flying. No foul was called because it wasn't a foul. It looked like a flop. Mm-hmm. And then he could play to the referee and ultimately gets a technical foul called. But the best flop of the week has to be Draymond Green, who mm-hmm. just acted like a complete baby. He gets... Again, minor contact, but he flops to the floor, grabs his face, which wasn't even touched, and then proceeds to lay on the ground for like thirty seconds, yeah. kind of like writhing in pain. Steve Kerr's yelling at him, "Hey, get up! Get down here! Get back on defense!" Because he didn't want to call a timeout, right? <laughs> and you know, then he complains to the ref, and they show the replay, and it's like, here's the contact, and then significantly later, he grabs his face where there was no contact. And just lays on the ground. And my question to you is: At what point do you realize the refs aren't buying it, and you give up this acting, or do you just do you just hold on to it forever?
1: Okay, so I, you show me this clip, and I was watching the clip, and I did see contact. It was really light contact, but it looked like Draymond. Extremely Jaymon, light, yeah. Contract. But Draymond was just getting sick of it, where he's just like, "Come on, like this guy keeps bumping me in the chin, you know, and you're not calling anything. You're allowing this to happen." So yeah, he did flop for a reason because he was just trying to bring a touch into it. So I mean. I understand his frustration because when you keep getting hit in the face like that, you're just like, "Come on, refs, like, do something about this. Like, this shouldn't be legal." So, I mean, as yeah, it was light, but still, I mean, when it keeps happening, I understand his frustrations. I'm actually taking J-Mon's side on on that one,
0: which is weird. Is this because I crapped on you and uh, no, but <laughs> here in your Nurkic game, no, okay, here, vengeance? here, I'm
1: gonna I'm gonna prove myself because the LeBron one you sent over. That was yeah. that was LeBron just flopping he sucks and that was <laughs> well, you stupid. Hate LeBron. Yeah.
0: <laughs> not, that proves nothing. I don't, did you I see don't the like either. What did you think about the Luca one?
1: No, I didn't see the Luca one. The one, one.
0: that Luca got fined for. Okay. That was that was sent over as well. Uh, oh wait, I did watch it. it. Yep, I'm sorry, I did. Yeah. Okay. That one yep. that one does a flop. That was pretty bad. Yeah. That was pretty bad flop. Yeah. yeah he absolutely deserved. But if you read the comments on that, the fans they must just all be maverick fans are completely on luca's side like what about the other 20 calls that were missed are the refs going to get fined for that and i understand the frustration but that's the game yeah fouls are missed you can't and this goes back to your drama but you can't take it into your own hands Mm -hmm. and flop to try to get the call either they're going to call it or they're not you can talk to them after the game you can send a video package to the nba like lebron did (laughs) of all the calls that they missed but to flop like that just doesn't do anybody any favors, and I hate seeing it. I'm just so tired yeah. of seeing flops. I think that's part of my why it bothers me so much is it's just – it's bad. Uh, and then they review it, and then they'll look at it, and the, just the pace of the game slows down, and not every bit of contact is a flop. I will mm-hmm. say last night uh, on the Suns game, the Suns Nuggets game, Jurkic, when he fouled out, that call did not look – they actually actually gave him a flagrant for that, saying it was an unbasketball move. That looked like a flop to me against uh, it was Jokic that f- that flopped. I mean, there was contact, okay. but what are you supposed to do when the guy's like standing on top of you? You right. have to be able to make a basketball move. So I I, I see both sides of it. It's frustrating. Yeah, yeah absolutely.
1: No. Yep. You nailed it. Yep.
0: So- All right. Let's talk about our top three. Uh, we have a double package this week uh do you want to do mascots first ronnie
1: yeah okay so we'll we'll do mascots That's first right. so i decided to go with my so yeah my top three is the top three mascots in the league so i'm gonna get started with first there's there's a few mascots in the league that i'm sorry there's a few teams in the league that do not have mascots there can you name them by any chance Do you know which teams those are jonathan
0: you know, Ronnie, I have this exact same note because I was going to ask you the exact no same way. question. Okay, so yes, I can name them, Dang <laughs> and it. I suspect that you can as well. Yes,
1: I can. Okay, so you know, what? I'm, I don't even have it in front of me, but I'm I if if I remember correctly, it's New Jersey Nets, the New York Knicks, and the Brooklyn Nets, the New York. Yep, Knicks. I'm sorry. Yep.
0: yep. <laughs> and <laughs> I can't believe I said that. Couldn't, make it, couldn't make it the whole episode. And, you, the, you got it right once. and the Lakers, right? The Lakers and the Warriors are the other two. The so Warriors, yeah, you have two yeah. New York teams and two California teams that are without a mascot.
1: Yeah, I was surprised to see that too, because those are such big teams and it's weird to see that those teams don't have mascots. And is there something to that? Like does is the reason those teams are so big because, because that people can focus on the teams instead of the mascots or something like that in <laughs> between the quarters yeah, I have or, no idea. That's it, really I, weird. I I
0: in my head I can see the Warriors mascot. Like it's a yeah, but I think maybe thinking there's probably a college basketball. Like maybe I'm thinking of like the Michigan Spartans or something. Yeah, that uh, the, that mascot because I feel like that's a good fit for the Warriors as well. Right, just a little bit different. But the Lakers is a tough one. The Nets are a tough one. The Knicks are. I mean, they're tough to come up with a mascot. But you'll we'll see. At least in my list, yeah, they don't always have to make sense for your team.
1: Right, exactly. Okay, now the Denver. So, what are
0: the odds that our list is exactly the same?
1: Oh, okay. So, did you make a list too for the top three mascots? Yeah. yeah I no have way. My top three okay. Mas- mascots. Yeah, okay. Cool. Of course. Okay, I didn't make a top three list for your top three. <laughs> well, that's that tracks. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the plan was you, you made your bum. top three, and I listened, and then no. I made my top three, and you listened. But I like that you made your top three though. That's
0: cool. Of course. All right. Well listen let's let's, <laughs> okay. let's do number three. Uh, do you want to do your number three?
1: Yeah, so my number three is the Grizzlies um mascot, the, the Grizz his name is. So I picked him as number three because he just does all these cool things on the court where like I seen him like go through the basketball hoop. Um the biggest one that in my mind, the reason he made my top three is because that Undertaker moment where it was Thanksgiving and he just, like, the, they brought this mascot out for the turkey, you know? He kept, like, taking over. Yeah, he just took over and everything, and that grizzly mascot didn't like it. So eventually, towards the end, uh, he, he put on the Undertaker's suit, or the, the Undertaker, um, I don't know, the coat or whatever. <laughs> they play the music, and he goes up the turkey and body slams him on the ground right on the court. And then they drag the turkey off the court, and... Um, yeah, it's just one of the coolest moments I've ever seen. I love it. And then he just walked <laughs> off and they actually just killed it. Like a guy in a costume on the court. It looked like, and I just love that now. Cause you don't see that nowadays, you know? So he's my number three, just no, for that reason. Was, and yeah. It,
0: later in that same uh, game later after he dragged the turkey off you see him later eating a turkey leg which is also awesome. <laughs> oh, yeah, Extremely yep. dark. Uh, yeah. This is actually a, a video I made on this on YouTube. Check it out on the YouTube channel JNR Basketball John. Uh, it's called Memphis Grizzlies Mascot Murders um, <laughs> What is it called? Murders Honorary Mascot. So yeah. check it out uh, and see a clip package of all of those different things happen where he uh, commits murder.
1: I I love that. I watched that and I remember you making it, but uh, yeah, I got to rewatch yeah. it. That
0: was a good one. <laughs> uh, my number three is also Grizz. Nice. <laughs> for the Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, a little bit more background information. The same reasons that you listed. He's just a funny guy. He debuted with the team in 2004 and he was actually the 2011 uh, mascot of the year. So congratulations, Grizz, for being mascot of the year 12 years ago. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's, he is very entertaining to watch as well.
1: Okay. Did you – so I think you – Did you put this in a video about the mascots and how they vote on winning the mascot of the year?
0: Nope. I had no idea. Okay, so this this is... I didn't realize that was a thing. So in
1: 1997, the mascots started having an annual meeting at the NBA Mascot Conference. So since 2005, the conference also selects an individual to be honored as the top professional in the league. So the first mascot of the year ended up being clutch for the Houston Rockets in 2005. Uh, There's since then Clutch has won two more times so he is the only mascot right now to I'm sorry it's not only magic uh, it's Clutch and Jazz the Bear have won this three oh, okay. times so yeah I just uh, thought that was you know who hasn't won at all is Go the the Suns gorilla
0: oh really yeah Well oh, that's interesting
1: so I'm still waiting for that I was actually going to make that a
0: trivia but I didn't feel like wasting time on that this time <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to do my number two. My number two might be the same as yours, we'll see, is Bango, the Milwaukee Bucks mascot. Okay. He debuted in 1990, 1977, excuse me, and he is the 2010 mascot of the year. I like him because Hulu did this series called Behind the Mask. It only lasted two seasons, but they kind of like followed around these different mascots, and one of them was Bango for the Bucks and how he prepares for his stunts and how he prepares for the in-game entertainment that he does. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you might think it's a pretty job it's physically exhausting he works a lot of hours and he's actually injured himself quite a few times over the years in in doing these stunts because they are super athletic yeah uh, but i thought it was really kind of cool to see kind of the behind the scenes of what goes on as they prepare for that and uh so Bengo is my number two okay cool
1: yeah i like that i didn't, I didn't know that there's so much injuries uh, with going on with the mascot it makes sense because i've seen some of these guys yep. doing their stunts and everything like doing those dunks off the trampoline and stuff i mean you kind of Wait for them to goof up and get injured because they do all these crazy things. I mean, but, I'm not, but <laughs> well, you're not I a Some weirdos,
0: like yeah, <laughs> you're not the mascot under so understudy. Like, oh god, I hope he hurts himself. <laughs> right? Yeah.
1: Okay, so yeah, that wasn't my number two. My number two was Benny the Bull. So I, oh, okay, I chose Benny the Bull because uh, if you watch these videos on YouTube of this guy, he is hilarious. So one of my most favorite ones is that he was on Jerry Springer, and they, oh, and they, they showed him. So he. <laughs> He was with this girl and everything, and she had a confession to make, and she confessed that she was with a another bull, and the bull that comes out is the inflatable bull costume, and he barely fit through the doorway. And as you could imagine, there was a big brawl on stage where the the big inflatable bull actually took down Benny the bull, and yeah, they just got into it, and you know Jerry Springer, the crowd, and everything is going at it. So I don't know, it was just yeah, hilarious. <laughs> An- so another funny moment too was he was going towards the trampoline to do his dunk, but he just he ran past a trampoline, he ran past the mats and he just ploughs into this popcorn guy and this popcorn guy just goes all the popcorn goes flying everything and he hits him good and hard and it was just so weird to see that but man benny the bull is ruthless watch some of these videos he's known for kind of like this popcorn deal where he just like he'll find like this hardcore fan that's cheering for the the opposing team you know and he just dumps this huge bag of popcorn on him and just yeah. like goes crazy and there was this Huge popcorn like section that everyone had their free popcorn in, and Benny the Bull like started throwing his and then everyone else started throwing theirs. Just like big <laughs> food fight of popcorn. It was really cool to see. So yeah, Benny the Bull he just makes these games really fun to watch and uh, that's why I pick him to be my second too.
0: All right, let's hear your number one, Ronnie, because I suspect it's going to be the same.
1: Oh, I better not be this. I hope it's not. Is it Rocky?
0: Oh, it is not. Yeah. Ahead, okay, rock. I picked Rocky as number
1: one. So. Rocky is the number one paid mascot in the league right now. He makes six hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars. That is, that is almost, that is, it's more than two times as much as the highest paid salary as a WNBA player, which is two hundred thirty-one thousand a year. So, and it's
0: almost six hundred twenty-five thousand times more than what this podcast brings in in <laughs> revenue. <laughs> Yes, yeah. think about that for a second.
1: Man, that that's a lot. That's that's like six hundred twenty-five thousand times. How much this yeah, guy is yeah,
0: six hundred twenty-five thousand times more than what our broadcast? That's our podcast not true. And- Come on, we got
1: to bring in more than that. We have at least six hundred twenty-five thousand <laughs> listeners.
0: Okay, anyways. Oh boy.
1: So yeah, so this guy has done so many things, and he he truly earns this because he does things like he'll he'll be on top of a ladder, like a thirty foot tall ladder maybe 45 i forget how tall it is and he does a backwards half court shot he makes that and um gosh i can't remember all these things right now because he's done so many but th- that's just one little thing i'm trying to remember what the other ones were he's
0: definitely one of the more physical uh, same with like why I like bongo or Bango from the bucks uh they're extremely physical they're extremely athletic they're extremely talented in doing these stunts yeah and it's really cool to watch
1: yeah he's he's just one of the best mascots just Oh, yeah, the Charles Barkley deal. So he has this thing going on with Charles Barkley. He has, ever since Charles was on his sons. So this is actually the main reason why he's my favorite, because, so there's this deal where <laughs> he was playing again, or he was doing a little side thing, you know, with Charles, where this it all started when he did a, a dunk through Charles. Like, there was a picture of Charles, and he jumped through, like, the trampoline, threw the picture of Charles and dunked it. And Charles comes over and just hits him over the head. Also, um, he was holding this big banner saying, like, number 34, Charles Barkley sucks. And then Charles jumps straight up, and you know, because the mascot was on stilts. He was on, like, these six-foot stilts. So Charles jumps up and knocks him in the head and knocks him off the stilts, and he falls on the ground, right? So they have this big beef, right? And then so they keep going into it every, every time they meet. The last time they met was kind of like an apology, where Charles, he, he brought a signed jersey, and the Nuggets mascot, he brought a signed jersey as well, too. They traded jerseys, they shook hands and everything, and you think they're going to end it up all peaceful, but what ends up happening is, the right at the tail end, after you shook hands, they're about to walk away, the mascot just punches Charles right in the stomach and runs away. <laughs> <laughs> so he's just like, oh my god, Like he just keeps going, you know, he just keeps it. So, I don't know, so, oh! Do you remember a long time ago when he was passed out when they were lowering him from the rafters from yes. the roof? That yeah. was that guy. That was this mascot. So he's just like hanging there, just passed out because I don't know, he's just scared of heights or something like that. So
0: no, I think there was something wrong with his harness and it cut off blood. Oh, is that what it was or something? And it was, it was a serious issue. Yeah. <laughs> oh, was it? I couldn't remember what mascot it was. Uh, I was trying to look for that clip actually. Yeah. I, in preparing for this, I don't know. If it was and serious. Uh, I couldn't find it, but it was Rocky. Yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't like he was afraid of heights. It could have been like the heater. I mean, it was something medically that happened. It wasn't.
1: Oh, OK. I don't know it was serious like that. But still, it was like, that, it was still, it was thing, like one think. of the most popular clips that I came across when I was looking at all these clips. It, that one kept popping up. And yeah, yeah, this this guy, though, he this Charles Barkley deal. Watch that one. because That one's hilarious. Oh, he also He also <laughs> missed a pass from Peyton Manning, Man, Manning threw it from the, the crowd, you know, and uh, but he unfortunately dropped that, you know, so that was just kind of cool to watch. But yeah, that's my number one. He's the highest paid mascot, and he's well deserved because all these things that he does. And yeah.
0: Okay, uh, let's do my number one, which you might be able to guess. But first, let me take you back. Do you ever watch this show called The Simpsons? Of it's been course. Around for a while, you might be familiar with it. Do you remember when, in season two, so this is going way back in time, Homer went to an isotopes game, had a little bit too much to drink, and started dancing and became dancing Homer? I do. Yes. That is literally the same origin story as my number one, which is the gorilla for the Phoenix Suns. It was yeah. just a fan in a costume that started dancing. And all of a sudden he became the Suns mascot way back in 1988. Uh, and I just think that's absolutely crazy that literally it, it's a Simpsons storyline and it's just so ridiculous, but it's true. Yeah. And the, because of that, the Suns gorilla is my number one team sons are obviously my team the gorilla is my number one mascot his origin story is just ridiculous why did the sons have a gorilla he was mm-hmm. just at the right place at the right time dancing and and caught on he does a lot of athletic sort of dunks and stunts as well so he's in that family of mascots it's interesting that he never won mascot of the year um right. and then I have a, a Thing here that I, I forgot about this. We talked about this on the podcast a long time ago. But do you remember Lamar Odom saying that it's a race – having a gorilla as the mascot is racist? Yeah, that popped I do remember up when that. I was, yep. I was worried I, that they I, were going
1: to get rid of the Suns Gorilla after that.
0: Yeah, that was that was a fear. But no, the gorilla is still here and, and Lamar Thankfully. Odom is – I don't know where Lamar Odom is. I'm sure he's somewhere. But uh, yeah, so the Suns Gorilla is my number one just because it's it wasn't produced – in a you know by a, a marketing team, it was just very organic and how it, he came into creation and and being the sun's mascot, which I think is just a really really cool story. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and most people don't know why did the suns have a gorilla. Well, some fan dressed in a gorilla costume was dancing. They liked it so much, they gave him a job.
1: So he is fourth paid. He is two hundred thousand dollars a year for yeah. the suns gorilla. So yeah, just a, a fan just being a in a gorilla suit. He ended. I don't. I don't know if it's two hundred thousand back in the day. I'm sure it's not the same guy, you know. But right now, no, he does two hundred thousand dollars, so that's that's pretty. That's cool. his current
0: salary. Yeah, yeah. I think it's pretty neat. I think there's only been like four or five different people that have played the gorilla. Yeah, you know, going back to not 1988. So you know, that's that's geez, thirty something odd years. So yeah, uh, you got to stay a little young, yep. be able gotta to do stay those fit, sick tricks. Yeah.
1: Yep. So speaking of that, Jamal uh, doing all this research, Jamal Crawford said, if given the opportunity, he would be a mascot. I thought that was pretty neat to hear. Just, you know, a former, a really good former NBA player would love to be That's a mascot for a team.
0: So, such a, like, I would love to know how that, the context of that interview where <laughs> that came up. Yeah. Was he just, like, sitting on his couch, like, you know what, I'd be a good mascot. <laughs> was he having one of those moments, or did somebody ask him, it was, Jamal, would you be a good mascot? It was just one of the yeah, panel. like, there mascot.
1: was a panel of four guys, and it was, like, a a, on, on like a I forget, like, an NBA channel type of show, or, Okay. and it was, like, a legit show, and. They, and yeah, they're just talking, and then all of a sudden he just kind of brought that up. I think they were talking about Rocky being paid 625000 a year, if I remember correctly. Yeah, there we go. And then so he that mentioned that, and yeah, so... Okay, so a couple other things, too. Hugo, he's number five on the list for $100,000 a year, okay? Benny the Bull, 400000 a year. And Harry the Hawk, who is the last champion of um, the best mascot of the year for 2023, he's $600,000 a year, so... All of these mascots, are. there's only five of them right now that are making $100,000 a year. So don't think every single mascot you, you see is making like $600,000 a year. These are right. just the best ones. And um, I'm sorry for not picking Go the Gorilla for in my top three, but <laughs> I feel like there's funnier mascots out there that are willing to do a little bit more crazier I, things. You know? I
0: like the uh, the dancing Homer sort of relationship that the gorilla has. Yeah. The tie to the Simpsons makes me laugh. Absolutely. All right, my top three are top NBA surprises so far this year. You know, the year never goes as you expect. We we can certainly listen to our old sound clips and be like, oof, that did not age well. <laughs> uh, so I'm just going to do the top three surprises, that what's happening this year. And the number three one is that San Antonio sucks. They are yeah. not a good team. They, you know, the ex... We talked about this before the season started. Are they going to be drastically better because Popovich was intentionally taking and now he has no reason, no reason to take? He has Yama. Are they just going to take the league by storm? That has absolutely not happened. They have looked pretty bad. Yep. They, I don't have the record in front of me. I want to say three wins, four wins. They have, they're 3-16 and 16 right now. Park. They're on, on that 14-game
1: okay. losing streak currently. Just unbelievable. And they're last
0: in the NBA, uh Last in the West as far as that goes and when you look at the team right they're not a bad team Victor Wembanyama is the leader in points he's the leader in rebounds he's the leader in steals he's the leader in blocks You have Trey Jones who's the leader in assists but it it's just a lot of eh, performances across yeah. the board not a single player averages more than 20 points per game and that's that's tough to have on a team that you expect to make the playoffs and you know I thought Devin Vessel would be better than this. I thought Jeremy Sohan would be better than this. Yeah. They're just okay. They're an okay basketball team. But as an okay basketball team, you're you're gonna be last in the West. Yeah, they're they're
1: just a bunch of average basketball players, right? They're not I mean they're they're definitely professionals. They they get the they they know how to play, but they're just no there's no superstars. Like if you look at their last game, there's eight guys that have double digits, but it's all like 10, 11, 11, 10, 12, yep. you know, there's just, just barely enough, you know? So, and then, yeah, when you have when Yama's in and out, it's yeah, it sucks.
0: It's tough. Uh, they're averaging 111 points per game, which again in the West isn't necessarily going to win you a lot of games. When you have teams, that just score points very quickly. And this is more of a, you know, the Spurs always have been more of a defensive team. They're just, they're not that good. Yeah. So that was a shock to me. I thought they would be better going into uh, Christmas time. Yeah,
1: definitely surprised me too. I mean, when you have Popovich, who's, in my opinion, you know, like a top five a coach. A Hall of Fame coach. Yeah. yeah. And then you get Wemenyama, who's supposed to be like this 20-year guy, like one of the best players. He's going to change the game. They say, you know, well, yeah, he maybe he's changing the game, but he's not winning games yet, you know? So you did expect him to have a higher record, At but it is the beginning of the season too, and... I don't know. They're they're just a trade away for you know being a, a really good team. So you know you got DeRozan out there who's looking for a change. You know there's some there's some players that would be a good match for this team right now. And, and a lot of players
0: they don't build through the dra- uh, through trades though. I mean very right. rarely you trade trade yeah, players. they don't. So I I would be shocked if they made any big moves. I would I would say they're most likely going to be a seller, and we could do an episode where we talk about that as we approach the trade deadline. Yeah. But I don't think they're going to bring anybody in to shake this up cuz they're just not they're not close. Right? You bring in a player when you're close. They're
1: mm-hmm. not Yeah, I well I think a lot of players though would like to play with Victor, you know. And you know he's going to stay in the Spurs. He's not going to leave. They, the Spurs are known to keep their centers forever, you know, Tim Duncan and David Robinson. So I feel like there's going to there are some players that are thinking about playing with this team even though they don't don't have many wins.
0: Yeah, time will tell. My number two is Memphis minus Morant. We knew that they would struggle without Jaw on the team, but I don't think at least I didn't anticipate them to be this this bad. So they are five and thirteen. They're the fourteenth place in the West. And you know the the leader on this team is Desmond Bain. He's averaging twenty three and a half points a game. They just they're just not good. Yeah. Uh, you know, Marcus Smart. I thought would be an, a suitable replacement to come in and help, but he's missed games with injuries. Derrick Rose coming off the bench has been a little bit of a spark. It's it's actually been really fun to watch him play some mm-hmm. of these games. Yeah, for sure. But it's just it's just not enough. It's not enough at all. You know, they lose Steven Adams to injury for the year. That certainly had a role on it. But Desmond Bain and Jaron Jackson are basically it on this team with a couple of players here and there having okay games, but uh they desperately need job ja back. I don't know if he's going to make all the difference. How rusty is he going to be? How quickly is it going to take him to get you know back into rhythm with this team? Mm-hmm. But this was the second seed in the West last year, Right. and now they they're not even close to being a playoff team.
1: Yeah, the reason this surprised me too is because they won without Morant when he was out last year for a bit too. Absolutely, and yep. so you figured, okay, they're still going to be you know maybe top three at least, you know, because and then Morant's going to be back, but. I honestly, I think we predicted top five for this team. If I remember correctly,
0: when we were we, doing our predictions, yeah, I would have to go back and look and yeah. see. But yeah, it was definitely not this bad, right? You know, Xavier Xavier Tillman was injured. He's now coming back. John Morant's now coming back. That's going to help. I just don't see this team being a top five seed.
1: It's crazy. I, I don't. I don't know what the big change was. I mean, wasn't Adams out last year too? I don't think he played many games last year. If he did, he missed
0: sometime, but he was he was healthy for playoffs I believe
1: no I, I thought he was out for the playoffs maybe I'm wrong yeah. I don't know but yeah just a wrong yeah, definitely a big surprise <laughs> though yep I I 100 agree with you
0: and my number one surprise this season is the magic that's happening in Orlando this Orlando magic team has improved so much they're second in the east right now they're on a nine game winning streak they have the longest winning streak in the east uh possibly in the NBA yes they have the longest winning streak in the NBA they're a game behind the Boston Celtics, which I don't think... If I were to tell you at this point in the season, the Magic are a game behind the Celtics, I assume, and most people would assume, that the Celtics are struggling and they're <laughs> you know middle of the pack. Not that the Magic would be second in the East. Yeah. They're just absolutely killing it. And Franz Wagner and Paolo Bencaro, those guys are are both right around 20 points a game averaging and just playing some solid basketball... Their core has been healthy for most of the games. You know, both Franz and Palo have started 19 games. Uh, Jalen Suggs has been in 18 of the 19 games. It's just they're learning, they're growing together, and it's it's been a lot of fun to see that. I I, I don't think Orlando is a big basketball town, which is a shame. No. But I imagine basketball fans in Orlando are really really excited to see this.
1: Yeah, it was a basketball team when Shaq was there, but after he left, they just no one cared anymore for like and the last 20 bad years. For so long. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, they, but they have some surprising. really talented
0: players on this team and I didn't realize, you know, we talked about Giannis's brother being on the Bucks. Uh Franz Wagner's brother is also on the Magic, so he gets oh, okay. to play with his brother. And his, his brother actually contributes meaningful minutes to the game. He's averaging 19 minutes a game, 12 points a game, so yeah. it's more than just a hey, here's your brother <laughs> on the team <laughs> yeah, to unlike make you feel better. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, this team is is fun to watch and I it almost reminds me of the jazz. That's I was I just going to say if that it's real. I was going to ask you, yeah, yeah. Do you
1: think it's going to end up being like the jazz word last year, where they were like midway through the season, they were good, but then after in the last half, they just they they the did crap. Yeah, yeah, I don't know yeah. what happened with them. You know, they just quit playing hard. I don't know what it was. Like they got figured out. Do you think that the reason the Orlando Magic was playing good because they got a new coach? Do you think it has to do with coaching, or was there a big player that is have, was added to this team that made a huge impact? Because I don't.
0: I, f- I think so. I mean, I think that player is Palo, right? He was rookie of the year last year. Well, he's and been on the team for his... three
1: years, hasn't he? Or was it two? No, this is his second year. This okay. is his
0: second year in the league. He's learning more. He's taking on more important leadership. He's recognizing things more. I don't have his – I could pull it up probably. His last year stats you know, to compare, but I, I would suspect that he is, has better vision and he's mm-hmm. seeing the, the game better and, and he's making smarter choices. and That's really helping this team – develop and continue to to be better.
1: Yeah. It it is a huge surprise though. I mean what were they? They weren't they last last year unless maybe maybe they're one I mean, above they were, the Pistons. They were
0: circling the drain. Yeah, yeah. they were terrible but last yeah, year. Crazy difference so this year. It's it's Amazing. fun to see. And, so I, I ended it on a positive, but uh those are those are my top three surprises thus far in the NBA season.
1: Yeah, and how come they're doing so much better than the Pistons are this year too, you know? Like I don't I don't get that. it's just weird. Because they were both like one of the last teams and their second in the East, and Pistons are still last. They have no improvement.
0: <laughs> yeah, the Pistons have no improvement. It's, yeah. it's weird. It's not weird, but sad.
1: Cool. I like that top three uh, there. Sorry I didn't make mine, thanks. but I would no, that's r- right. agree with you.
0: <laughs> Any other surprises that you want to throw in there for good measure before? Uh, well, how about we go the Warriors just being a
1: surprise week? that they're so far down the list? I mean, I'm not surprised, but I know you are, But because the, they're 10th in the West right now, and. Uh, you were predicting they're going to be third, right, or something like that—one of the better teams in there.
0: So they're tenth in the West, but they're two games away from being fifth in the West. Mm-hmm. So I, I think uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say I can't—you can't claim your victory lap yet nope, because it's I'm too not. early. I
1: was just, I'm just saying, are you surprised okay. that they're tenth okay. right now? Because uh, you expect them to be
0: pretty good, and they're not. Draymond missed five games. Yep. and they're uh, five and a half games out of first place. There you go. Yeah, they're. Their percentage is
1: 47% right now, winning percentage.
0: So I, I texted you this message. Charles Barkley was on inside NBA and saying that this team is cooked mm-hmm. and that they're too old and they they haven't recouped the talent. And Andrew Wiggins has fallen off and Draymond Green has fallen off and Steph's hurt again. And Clay looks like he's cooked. I would say I would agree with that. Clay has not looked the same. He's going yeah. to a contract year. Ugh, it's it's going to be scary there. This team is definitely aged. It's not the same team it was five, six years ago. For I sure. don't think they're cooked yet. I think, if anything, uh, Steve Kerr might be in the hot seat because yeah. he, I think he's kind of enabled a lot of this Draymond drama and, and other stuff to happen. He doesn't hold these players accountable for. And it's okay when you're winning. You can probably get away with that. But when you start losing, that's when it really starts to manifest and just boil over. What about the and-
1: people in control of you know signing the players and releasing players, trading them with Gary Payton leaving, you know, do you think that they're on the hot
0: seat? The, well, the one, was it the GM retired at, uh, in between this year? Did he just straight up leave?
1: Oh, yeah, I remember. I don't, I don't, was that his name? I don't know if he was for the Wires or not, but I remember hearing somebody did, but I don't remember what team that was for. And, and I don't know his name because I don't know owner's names too well yet.
0: Yeah, no, that's fair. Uh I don't know let me try to pull it up real quick. But he is let's see, he became with the Gordon I Oh, that was his professional career. Ah. Dang it, Ronnie. It wasn't it's okay. ready. That's
1: okay. Good question.
0: Yeah. Uh, I don't know what his current position is. Uh, I thought they had a new someone higher up was um running the show. Yeah. Now. Well my and, my point
1: I, my point was that, you know, they did release Gary Payton when you know, we both thought that they should release Draymond and get him out of there because he was a problem—not Gary Payton, not someone who was, you know, at least a second point guard on a bench. You know, he was playing really well for this team, and they got rid of him yeah. instead of Draymond. And yeah, it's just kind of weird that they chose to do that. So, yeah, whoever was in charge of that should get should uh not be working <laughs> for the team fired. anymore. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, so it was Bob Myers. He was the previous uh, GM. He, on May 30th, 2023, he announced he'd be stepping down from the franchise's president and general manager after his contract expires. Mm. So they have switched that. I think he built this team to win. He won three championships. And sometimes you have to pay the piper after you have that success. And maybe this is this is their time to do that. I don't know. Yeah. I don't think they're cooked yet. One last surprise
1: that you didn't talk about that I'm, I'm surprised didn't make your top three was a Minnesota Timberwolves just being first overall. How how come they didn't make your list? Because that was a big surprise for me that they're first and just
0: dominating really. Um Because it's the West and a lot of things can happen. Yeah, I don't know. It probably could have. I probably could have yeah. created an argument there. because yeah, I mean they've beaten some good teams.
1: Because these guys, they were on the bubble last year, right? They were like bottom eight, you know, the, the, yeah, I think they were they're a in play-in a play in team. team, yeah. And so here yeah. they are, first in the league, and it's all about their defense, and that's why they're winning games. Uh, they're they're looking great. So I, I'm that was that would be one of my big surprises is just the how well they're doing, and that was very unexpected. I didn't think they were going to do much to, this year because they looked so bad last year, and they, they didn't make so any bad. big changes they're or anything. So, but maybe that's why they're doing good, because you know I always say keep the team together, and they're going to learn, yep. get that chemistry yep. together, and they're good players, so.
0: All right, Ronnie. Looking ahead, what are the games you are most interested in coming up this week in the NBA? I don't have one. Do you have one? I do, yeah. Okay, what's yours? I am going to, once again, plug my uh, NBA in-season two. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Love. And it's going to be the Suns and the Lakers. They're playing Tuesday, December 5th. This is the quarterfinals of the NBA in-season tournament. So we're in the knockout round now. We have the Celtics versus the Pacers, the Pelicans versus the Kings, the Knicks versus the Bucks, and the Suns versus the Lakers. You lose and you're out. You're out of the in-season tournament. The winners will go on to the semifinals and then on to the finals potentially. So this is a chance. I would love – for the Suns to be the first NBA in-season tournament winners because I think everyone remembers the first, maybe. Mm -hmm. Maybe no one cares ever. (laughs) Uh, But it's it's a good mix of teams. You have the Celtics, you have the Knicks, you have the Lakers, you have these historically successful franchises. And then you have teams like the Suns that have never won an NBA champion. Oh, God, what if they win the in-season tournament? But they never win an NBA championship. I know. That's what I was thinking. Like that's oh, what I was saying. Like what? What if
1: this becomes more important because it's kind of like football games where you only have one game, so you got to bring your best game right away. You don't have seven games to play and try to win it, right? You could just you just have to win. So maybe yeah. this championship will become more important than the actual NBA finals. Yeah, that probably won't happen. But I'm just <laughs> saying, like, could it? Now, there's a small chance, but I, might happen.
0: I definitely don't want to see the Lakers or the Celtics or the Knicks be the inaugural winners of this tournament. So uh, Suns versus Lakers, Tuesday, December 5th, 8 p.m. Phoenix time. Uh, I'm excited for that game. I will be watching that game, assuming I can watch that game. Honestly, so, there, we
1: go. there is no other game that stands out for me other than that one. That one is probably the most important thing. So tell me more about this M game tournament. I I have a question about that. I, I don't know because I, am a, I don't research this at all. You're my sure. go-to guy about this. So who... Can you set it up to me like visually so you can tell me who's on the West and who's on the East? Like what teams are on one side and what are the other four on the other side?
0: Sure. Let's start with the West. Obviously, we have the Suns and the Lakers that we talked about. Mm -hmm. And uh, after that, it's going to be the Pelicans and the Kings. So the winner of those two West games will face off in Las Vegas Thursday, December 7th. So if I had to predict, I would say the Suns versus the Kings. That'd be great. That'd be the Western semifinals. And I hope it's Suns and Pelicans. East, That'll be a rematch. Remember Sons that, that uh, playoff
1: game that we oh, had? Oh, that series. Yeah. Uh,
0: that was what two years ago. Yeah. Right? That'd be cool. Yeah. In the East, we have the Celtics versus the Pacers, and we have the Knicks versus the Bucks. Again, the winner of those games will face off against each other in the semifinals in Las Vegas, Thursday, December 7th. So well, you're I... down to the final eight teams and, and you, you win and go on, lose and go home, but not really go home. You just go back to the regular season yeah. of basketball that's going on. Uh, and again, the finals on Saturday, December 9th, that's the eighty. That's going to be the 83rd game for these teams. So it doesn't count towards a regular win-loss ga- uh, record like the, all the other play-in tournament games do. Uh, it'll be their uh, uh, 83rd game and they're playing for, for money, essentially, yeah. right? The winner gets, uh, each team, I think, gets half a million dollars uh, on the winners and yep. quarter of a mil on the losers. And
1: these players, are, are they're very passionate about winning for their guys, too. They're, they they want to win the money for their coaches, for these bench players, you know, that don't get paid very well. They want to win. I've, they've been quoted about it, been asked about it. And yeah, they are motivated. So it's really cool to see that. I like that. Um what I don't want to see out of these matches that you mentioned, I don't want to see the Knicks versus the Pacers on the east side. That would be horrible. But seeing the Bucks, uh versus the, um, who was the other team in there? The Bucks versus, oh, Celtics. I just, yeah, the Celtics, that would be kind of cool. What do you think about Lakers versus Celtics? What if it was the championship game and that's who it ended up I- being?
0: If if you wanna have your conspiracy theorist and your your conspiracy theorist and tinfoil hats on, mm-hmm. that's who the NBA wants. Right. The Lakers versus Silver. You know
1: they want that, yeah. Yeah. You know Cyber wants it. <laughs> or not Cyber
0: <Sarver>, Silver. <laughs> Sorry. Cyber's <laughs> at at home sexually harassing <laughs> somebody. It's like what what am I doing? I know, yeah. <laughs> what do I want?
1: <laughs> okay, tell me uh when when is the championship game? When is that in Vegas?
0: What date? That, so there's the both the semifinals and the finals are in Vegas. The semifinals are Thursday, December 7th. This will be your East champ, uh, East finals and West finals. Okay. And then the gr- the final finals, the in-season tournament finals, are going to be Saturday, December 9th. Again, both okay. of those are going to take place in Las Vegas.
1: Okay, so I noticed we have games in between there. You know, We still have regular season games on December 6th and December 8th. So obviously these teams yep. are going to play in their regular season games. You know, They're just going to be resting up for their in-season tournament games. So that's kind of cool to see how they organize that. But yeah, interesting.
0: you said the Suns do have games? No, they, they uh, have no,
1: games. there's regular season games, but the Suns and like the people that are in the in-season tournament games are oh, do yeah, not yeah, have yeah. regular season games anymore. They're they're going to be playing their tournament. Yep. But on December 6th, that, there's a bunch of these teams playing, you know, that didn't make it and December 8th a bunch of teams that didn't make it. So we can still yeah. enjoy regular basketball between yep. the it's in-season tournament stopping games. Stopping all that stuff. Right.
0: Yeah. And then the teams that, you know, get knocked out, they'll play each other. Uh, as regular season games, they're no longer going to be in-season tournament games. Mm-hmm. So if, if the Lakers and Pelicans lose, the, I, I suspect that they're playing each other yeah. uh, sometime around there and then, in that then, schedule so that they can get their 82 games Yeah.
1: In. And then Monday, we're back to normal. Back to regular season, regular basketball. Back to
0: normal, regular basketball. Yep. Cool. Uh, that's all I got, Ronnie. Anything else you want to talk about nope. before we wrap it up? That's all. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Thanks, yep, Thanks, guys.